Hello, and welcome to Live Vedanta, a podcast where we explore simple living and high thinking. Each week, we join Vivek Gupta as he offers insights on bringing the divine into the daily. Vivekji has experienced much of what the world has to offer, whether it is attending an elite business school or traveling to almost 50 countries. However, tired with the inconsistent and incomplete peace associated with these pursuits, Vivekji decided to turn his journey within. And over the last 15 years, Vivekji has shared his observations on the science of happiness with communities across North America and beyond. We're amidst our series, Bhagavad Gita 101, and as always, in the show notes, you can find the link to the previous episode, or even start from the beginning. We're continuing the theme of parenting. What are some practices that can help us become better parents? How do we know we are working hard and smart? In this episode, Vivekji teaches us two verses that can guide us to becoming more cheerful parents. Let's tune in. Hariyom and greetings from London. In the teachings of Sanatana Dharma, what is a spouse compared to? <laughs> what is a spouse, and if you're not married, a family member compared to? A fort. F O R T. Why? Imagine seeing your parents after a long time. You're really like a fort. A fort gives you the opportunity to protect yourself from the outside and to strengthen yourself on the inside. Any Lord of the Rings movies, they keep building that outside wall But inside, they're strengthening themselves. They're coming up with a plan. They're thinking about how to ration food and so on and so forth. A spouse, a family member does the same. They provide an opportunity for us to fight ourselves. To fight out laziness, to fight out greed, to fight out pride. So that we can fight through our responsibilities so that we can fight ignorance outside. Our course is providing us different solutions for different problems. We are strengthening ourselves so that we can engage in in our fight. We're finding solutions to our problems. And these problems may have already arisen, in which case our solutions are reactive. For those who are more astute, before these problems arise, you're finding the solutions. So then what we're doing is proactive. Last week, we had our pariksha. Our pariksha is a reminder of how hard and how smart we are or are not working. The essence of our pariksha 
Whenever you study from the path of knowledge, the seer is known as God, and we are known as the seen. This is the vision of knowledge. When you study along the path of devotion, the seer is us, and the seen is God. Thus far, what we've studied and what we will study is to see God in all of the verbs that we're exploring. To see God in all of the articles, circumstances, beings that we're engaged in. So though Bhagavad Gita is known to be a scripture of knowledge, we are approaching this as a scripture of devotion. This month we're focusing on parenting, and we began this month in chapter 9, verse 17. I had shared that every child, every family member, every friend, every person in our life is custom designed to be in our life, to strengthen ourselves, to be able to fight ignorance, to bring us back to the spirit, to oneness custom designed. Your father is your father. Your friend is your friend. And on and on and on. In chapter 18, verse 42, being a parent demands <coughs> active engagement. Being a passive parent is not being a parent. This is an active verb. This is an active responsibility. Whereas your children grow up, you have to grow up also. Active. That's key. Active listening. Active speaking. We will complete our month on parenting. We'll now go to chapter 4, verse 28. This is a famous verb. It's a dense verb verb, verse, <laughs> this is a verse where we extract the term jnana yajna. So please repeat after me. Dravya yajna stapo yajna ha Yogya yajna statapare Yoga yajna statapare Swadhyaya jnana yajnascha. Swadhyaya jnana yajnascha. Yataya samshita vrataha. Yataya samshita vrataha. Chapter 4, verse 28. Bhagavan begins with, To be a happy parent, you have to engage in dravya yajna. We typically think of the word yajna to mean sacrifice. But I've shared what precedes sacrifice is dedication. If you want to be a dedicated parent, you have to be ready to sacrifice. Sacrifice dravya. Show me dravya with your hands. Yes? <laughs> dravya means materials. 
Here, I'm giving you the money symbol. Not my hands are sticky. You have to be ready to sacrifice that if you're a dedicated parent. If you're not a dedicated parent, continue to ignore what I'm sharing. What this feels like is to live more simply. When you simplify your material needs, you have a greater bandwidth to offer to your children. But if you're tending to the acquisition and to the upkeep of so much of materials, there's no bandwidth to raise your child. Then you become a passive parent and not a active parent. Simplify your material needs. Tapo or tapa yagnyaha. Another practice for parents who are dedicated is to engage in tapa. Here's a new definition of tapa for you to reflect upon. Sva ashram vihitam karma. Sva means yours. Ashram means the circumstance you're in, the context you're in. Whether you're a student or whether you're a grandparent, Vihita means to be unwavering, to be strict. Karma is your responsibility. To be focused on your responsibility is what tapa is. More specific to parents, I observe in myself and in other parents, we tell our kid, kid's spouse to do something. And we want them to do it, not so much for that work, but rather that respect that comes in the form of obedience. When you can just do it yourself, correct? And then you don't have to play the mind game of respect and obedience. Yes? At Home Depot, I think it's called DIY, right? Do it yourself. This is a do-it-yourself project. That's what Tapa Yagna is. Treat all that's coming at you as your responsibility, so do it. Do it yourself rather than get lost in, that person didn't do it, so now I'm frustrated, that frustration turns into calculation. So that's the second practice given <coughs> in this shloka. Next is yoga yagnyaha. Another practice for dedicated parents is to engage in yoga. And we treat this literally. People have their yoga mats and people have their yoga time and their yoga instructor. The word yoga means to unite. It means to evolve. It means to change. And so a dedicated parent initially may be tired, but they have to grow to become cheerful. That's how you know you're engaged in this dedication, is that year by year you become more cheerful. How many of the parents can uh, raise their hand for that? Every year your child grows up, you become more cheerful. Only the parents whose kids don't live at home anymore, they have their hands up. <laughs> No parent whose kid still lives at home has their hand up. 
which shows despite all of this background and knowledge, practice is just a different dimension, isn't it? Just a different mindset. But I wanted to put that out, out there <coughs> to be a cheerful parent. What really helps me to be more cheerful as a parent is to keep moving. We're at a home which we don't come to often. And so yesterday when I was putting Vyasa to sleep, to bed, then when I closed the door, door, as I was closing the door, he was crying that it's too dark. You know, I don't want to sleep here. And I said, you have to sleep. And you sleep in a dark room too. And he stopped crying shortly and went to sleep. But it really left an impression on me, that, that sadness that he was in this dark place that he didn't want to be in. But then I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> because you have to keep moving. Yes. He's not, nobody's hurting him actively. He has to sleep. What choice is there? You have to keep moving. Sometimes people will be hurt, sometimes not. Sometimes accepting, sometimes not accepting. And most of all, we will make mistakes. We'll be frustrated, we'll be annoying. Keep moving. That was yesterday. Today's a new day. Tomorrow you pre press reset again. Okay, so three practices. Dravya, Tapa, Yoga. Simplify, do it yourself, and uh, keep moving. Next is Swadhyaya Yagnyaha. To be a applied Gita course parent, you have to be dedicated to Swadhyaya. Swadhyaya means understanding yourself, reading about yourself, learning about yourself. Whenever you engage in Swadhyaya, it's probably in a quiet place. Right? When you practice Japa, you probably don't do it while you're interacting at the bank. When you're projecting what shlokas I'm going to teach, you may be getting up early in the morning and reading in a corner. Quiet time is very healing. And that's what people who are engaged in working with people need. Just like an athlete needs a day off between games, or in football you need a whole week. Those wusses. <laughs> when you work with people, that quiet time is healing. That's the thought we should have when it comes to swadhyaya. To not get lost in this academia or I'm a sadhaka now. I'm a seeker. I, I engage in studying myself. Just be quiet and you'll feel so much better. Number five, jnana yagnyaha. Fifth practice is to be dedicated to knowledge, which means we have to sacrifice ignorance. That is a lovely visualization of a jnana yajna, where knowledge is purging that ignorance. Parenting is a means and not the end. If you feel that parenting is the ends, jnana is not there. 
when you feel that parenting is a means, a means to developing purity of mind, the means to evolving, that's jnana yajna. Confusing the means and the ends is ignorance. Knowing the means and ends is knowledge. Yatayaha means someone who tries hard, someone who works smart. Samshita vrataha, they have taken the resolution that they're going to engage in all of this, they're going to practice all of this. In Acharya Shankara's commentary, he shares, they are tireless and tikshana. Tikshana means sharp. And the way we can think of this is they work hard and smart. You keep hearing me say that. Someone who's tireless works hard. Someone who's sharp is someone who's working smart towards being a better parent. Okay? Five practices, yes. If you're following the thought process, the earlier verse we studied was more subtle. These are the values you should have. This verse is more gross. With these values, this is how you should be living. Vision, lifestyle. Let's read this together again. Dravya yagnyastapo yagnyaha Yoga yagnyastatapare Swadhyaya jnana yagnyascha Yataya samshita vrataha And the final shloka we will study on parenting is perhaps the most famous of all shlokas of Bhagavad Gita. What chapter? Show me with your hands. It is two. In what verse? 47. Please repeat after me. Karman ye vadikaraste. Karman ye vadikaraste. Ma paleshukadachana. Ma paleshukadachana. Ma karma palahe turbhuhu. Ma karma palahe turbhuhu. Ma te sangostwa karmani. Ma te sangostwa karmani. Did you ever read this shloka with the eyes of how this relates to parenting? This is the most often quoted verse. And people quote this verse when uh, they're distracted. <laughs> it's a justification for their distraction. Karmani eva adhikaraha te. You are eligible. You are to focus eva only on karmani, your responsibilities. Sharing it differently, in different English, you should only be accessing your responsibilities. You should only be accessing your responsibilities. If you work in a corporation and you try to access a security level that you don't have, you get flagged, yes? 
They know where you're trying this, how you're trying this. It becomes a problem for you then. That problem is highlighted in the second quarter. Ma paleshu kadachana. Ma means no. Paleshu results. Kadachana, never. Shared differently. You should be inaccessible to the results. The results should be inaccessible to you. Okay? So the first line is sharing. Your only access is to your responsibilities. You do not have access to the results. Sheila and I have been thinking about what city we finally want to live in. We have thought about Washington, D.C. Our plan is Cleveland. The U.S. government is complicated. <laughs> so should we move to London? Should we stay in Niagara? All of this discussion constantly happens with us. And she was sharing that all of these cities will have better schools than Niagara Falls. Secretly, she's insulting me, yes? But she doesn't make it... <laughs> Secret. <laughs> I was born and raised and live in Niagara Falls. And my rebuttal to her point that there's better schools and better in apparently better cities, how much does schooling actually affect you? I feel I went to one of the worst schools up until high school. It closed down. There's scandals with teachers and so on and so forth. But I think I turned all right, turned out all right. And the reasoning for this is, as I've shared with you before, our nature is already 95% formed. We call that vasanas. Our mind would be 4% and our body would be 1%. So who are you? When you look in the mirror, when you feel stressed, that's only 5% of who you actually are. So what can a parent actually do in terms of raising a child? In the big picture, very little. This becomes a great insight. Focus on that 5%. Let go of the 95%. Focus on what's relatively in your control knowing that most is out of your control. You can be the best parent and still raise a rogue child. You can be the worst parent and still raise an awesome child. The go-to strategy is focus on your responsibilities. If you get distracted by the results, you will feel stress, you will feel anxiety, you will feel depression. Ma karma phala hetur bhuhu. These results are not yours. If you forget your purpose, you will forget your performance. We've heard this differently that purpose pulls performance. When someone is distracted from their purpose, they're distracted in their performance. Now, how can you be distracted in your purpose when you're focusing on the results and not your responsibilities? You're focusing on 
Here's how Swami Tejomayananda taught us this. Results are in which tense? Present or future? This is present, this is future. Show me. Future. Results are in your control or out of your control? This is in, this is out. Show me. So, results are out of the present and out of control. Show me your responsibilities. Which tense? In the present tense or in the future tense? Present. In control, out of control? In control, yes? So tell me, logically, rationally, what should you be focusing on? That which is out of the present and out of the control or in the present and in control? Yes? Finally, Mate Sangostvakarmani, which means you should not be attached or succumb to akarma, which means laziness or tamas. I think the hardest responsibility you will ever engage in is being a parent. The hardest responsibility I've ever engaged in is being a parent, and I'm sure it's the same for those who can relate to what I'm sharing. Sheila and I got married in 2010. We had a child in 2017. Those seven years were much, much, much easier than the last three years. If you can take the challenges in seven years versus three years, there's more in three years, even though the period of time is half that amount. There's no space, there's no time for laziness. Laziness is actually a sign of selfishness. And if one is, one's default is to be selfish, then uh, one doesn't love themselves, you can't love another person. A selfish person likes themselves, but doesn't love themselves. Selfishness will not work a selfish person tends to force themselves, tends to force their thoughts and their words and actions on those around them. Because they're lazy, they feel that force works. But those people who are not lazy know that force doesn't work. Force works for something physical, like cleaning that fireplace. But for me to inspire you towards Bhagavad Gita, can I force that? I've been trying for six months. <laughs> but you can't force that. Right? In one of our Setukari workshops, I had asked everyone, what is a strong indication of our impatience? And my observation was how we are as parents. An impatient parent, their default is force. A patient parent, it's not by force. They're ready to keep on working, to never give up. So this <coughs> verse which we tend to take casually gives us great insights into the dynamics between responsibilities and results and the 
mentality that a parent has to have when it comes to hard, smart work. Let's read this together. Karmanyevadikaraste ma phaleshu kadachana ma karma phalahetur bhuhu ma te sangostva karmani If you enjoyed what you heard or want to learn more, share this episode with a friend or find us online at facebook.com slash cmniagara. For those on the journey of self-development, Chinmaya Mission Niagara provides a community forum for seekers to listen, reflect, and contemplate. This podcast is produced by the Young Adults of Chinmaya Mission, an international nonprofit working to transform individuals through the knowledge of Vedanta. Until next time, inspire, love, be.